Joining us now to have some fun after some serious Ranger chat. The book is called The Rangers by the Numbers, written by Mark Rosenman and Howie Carpin. Mark Rosenman joins me now. I don't know if you just heard, we had Dave Maloney on. This is going to kill sales, my friend. Or maybe if the Rangers are out of the playoffs, it gives them time to read your book. Good morning. <laughs> hey, Steve. Yeah, like uh, the famous words of Lloyd Bridges in the airplane. Uh, air, uh, I think I picked the wrong month to have a Rangers book released. Before we talk about the book, what do you see that you can help fix the Rangers? You know, it's funny because going into the season, the biggest question mark was Henrik Lundqvist, and Lundqvist is the only person that's pretty much performed above expectations. You take a look, the young guys were really counted on to be the core of the team to take a step forward, and, you know, obviously injuries have played a part, but Kreider, Hayes, V.C. Miller, and Zibanejad, not one of them are outperforming themselves from last year's 54-game mark. They're all down, as are even you know Nash and Grabner. So, and Brady Shea has taken a step back. So, you know, you need that core to grow. Like all the teams that are successful, those young guys take the next step. And this year, the Rangers guys didn't. So, you know, we have to see what they're going to add and what direction they go this week. It's going to be interesting for sure. The book is colorful, it's uh, interesting, a lot of great facts and figures. I'm surprised, Mark. I'm assuming you wrote it because a book like this has never existed in Rangerland. Yeah, it's funny. You know, when you go to your publisher and you pitch ideas, they kind of want things that have already been done. And there's a, a baseball series of, you know, Mets by the numbers, Cubs by the numbers, but it's more tongue-in-cheek. And when we approached them, we said, look, there's a 90-year history. We don't want to do it tongue-in-cheek. We want it to be comprehensive because there's so much meat within these numbers. And they agreed, and, and that's, you know, and how he really researched the hell out of this book, how he was. He was the Wayne Gretzky of research on this for sure. Well, I flipped through it, um, and then you start to dig into some guys. When I just opened up and, and started, I started on page 408, and it was number 33. And then I go through Ranger numbers of that, uh, and there's not a ton of 33s, but I've seen basically every one of them play. Like it goes back to, uh, you know, even 1979. We talk about Cam Talbot and you go through the list. Mark Savard wore it. And then you have a connection with the number. And I think that's the reason people would like it, Ranger or hockey fans, because then it gives you a memory of an era and a certain player, even if they only played a handful of games. It's funny you say that. After the book w was released, I just put this thing on Facebook every day, you know, a word association. First athlete that comes to mind when you think of the jersey number, and each day we do a different number, and it's been sequential. And it's interesting because it either goes back to your early childhood when you first started that team or any really significant era of the team. So obviously for Ranger, if you put 11, it's Messier. But the interesting thing with 11 if you take a look at it, and, and my nephew could attest to this, because the first jersey he ever wore, owned was a number 11 jersey. At that point, he didn't have a name on it. He had bought it for Wilf Paymont, who played all of eight memorable games as a Ranger. But then he was able to wear five seasons as Kelly Kissio, 28 games as Bobby Carpenter, a game as Adam Graves, and then 10 years as Mark Messier. So within his lifetime, there are lots of memories tied to that number. It's just so interesting. And then you, you go even further. You look at number 11 and the cool bloodlines that 11 had. You know, Gordie Howe's brother, Vic Howe, wore number 11 for the Rangers. Stephen Patrick, the brother of James Patrick, um, were, and father, obviously, of the Flyers' current, Nolan Patrick, wore it for a season. So 
there's just so much when you start flipping through and you start remembering names. Like, I don't know how many Ranger fans would think of Stephen Patrick on any given day, but when you're flipping through the book and you see it, it brings back a memory of, of that team. So numbers are pretty cool, and, and it, it is the history of the team. Yeah, I remember uh, Greshner at four, and I guess his wife walking down the stairs that waited for the first whistle, which was a memorable moment at MSG. Ulf Nielsen wore 11, and then you flip through it. So tell us the John Davidson story, officially listed as 30, I guess, in the 79 run season, but I think I've got a hockey card with double zero, my friend, or zero. Double zero, yes, yep, because of the Lone Ranger. That was a time when he was also wearing the white mask with the black, you know, uh, mask going across it so he looked like the Lone Ranger. Um, Yeah, so there were lots of players that wore multiple numbers. Um, We kind of tried to find out which number they you know, wore it the most in, and that's where we filed them under. So, yes, there have been, you know, Doug Sotart wore multiple numbers. Um, Ridley uh, played, I, I believe, two games in the Rangers and wore two different numbers. So it was interesting to try and place which one we put him in. But it was the majority of their Ranger career in the number they wore the most is where we placed them. When Guillaume Laton dressed, we have a, about a minute and a half left, wore 84 for Montreal. That completed the NHL cycle from 0 to 99. Everybody had worn at least one of those numbers. Of the 99 or 100 numbers, if you count Gretzky and Davidson, how many have been used by the Rangers, my friend? Well, when we released the book, it was 83. 84 this year with Vinny Letary wearing 95 for the first time. So hopefully we'll be able to have a re-release of the book sometime down the road. We have a, like we're like Apple. We have a planned obsolescence of our book, so we can have an update. Thirty seconds for people listening who aren't in New York. Where can they get the book? Uh, they can get it in Barnes and Noble, all the brick and mortar stores, Amazon, at SportsTalkNYLive.com. If they want an autographed copy, uh, it's out there. It's easy to find. Just Google it, and you'll find it. I remember Steve Vickers. I got that card as well, number eight. Uh, I love those Rangers from that heyday. Uh, Great stuff. Thank you for your time, Mark. We'll talk again soon. Thanks so much, Steve. Appreciate it.